Please be advised that Little Miss Recap contains adult language. And here's, you know what I, you know what sound effect I need? The Game of Thrones shame bell. Shame, shame. When I, when I'm a Robin apologist, because here I'm going to do it again. Shame. Shame. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Little Miss Recap, the podcast where we're in a tender state of emotion. <laughs> like, what, oh, Cody? My. What? <laughs> the phrases this man makes up to talk about his feelings and yeah. situations uh-huh. Uh-huh. are so bizarre. Mm-hmm. They make no sense. My name is Amy Archer. I am the host of Little Miss Recap, and I have with me today my amazing co-host, the wonderful Amanda lipnack Radell. Hello, Amanda. Hello, Amy. Hello, sister wives, friends. This is the best. This is better than Christmas morning. I'm telling you what. I mean, I've waited my whole life for this. I've waited my whole life for this. <laughs> if you are, if I gave birth to you, if you're one of my kids, shut this off right now. Because I'm going to talk about <laughs> how this is the greatest achievement of my life. <laughs> Girls, this is, don't listen to this. This is not about you. This is Mm-mm. about us and our Mm-mm. needs. <laughs> this is about me. Um, so... <laughs> We are here today to talk about Sister Wives Season 18, Episode 1, but I want to give a little background as to our relationships with the show and who we are because this will be on the free feed for everyone to hear, but going forward, the rest of yep. our Sister Wives episodes will be behind a paywall, so you can um, join our Supercast or our Patreon. Both links are right in the show notes, so just click and do what you got to do. Yep. And the only reason for that is we like to talk trash sometimes and there's like these are real people and we they don't want to you know they are real people we, we don't some of them are real people that we're gonna front some <laughs> of them are real people we will speak very poorly of and some of them are, they were real pe- actually you know what we could probably speak poorly of all of them in some way shape or form mm, yeah probably none of them are perfect so amanda i have watched this show since it came out i've always been obsessed with polygamy same i loved big love same. I, I watch anything I can about polygamy. Even, same, same. Even Keep Sweet, which drove me into a rage so vile that I couldn't speak to anyone for like three weeks. As well, you shouldn't. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> I'm the same way. If it's polygamy, actually, if it's Mormonism in general, even though mm-hmm. the Browns aren't Mormon. Yes. Um, though Cody grew up Mormon, as did Janelle, um, but they they moved into their new faith. Um I, if it is about any of these topics, I am there for it. And I too have watched Sister Wives since day one. And no one under no one's understood my obsession with this. Except you, yeah. maybe. Yeah, I understand. I know. I will say up front, I am terrible with names and my memory is shot. So okay. Amanda will be the fountain of information that I need. She'll be the encyclopedia. You're Encyclopedia, encyclopedia. Brown. <laughs> I'll take that. I loved Encyclopedia Brown. I can be that. <laughs> I did too. I loved those books. I did too. So what you need to know about us guys is we are ladies of a certain age. We are. We're Gen Xers. We That's are. the lens we look at things through. And we're also backdoor friends. Now, what does backdoor friends mean? It means <laughs> that you're the type of friend who will cut a bitch for somebody else. Like you'll you're, just do whatever. We're bury a dead body friends. Yep. You yep. call me up and say, I need help burying a dead body. You're like, great. Where do I show mm-hmm. up? Where do I do go? I need a, do I need a shovel? <laughs> and that is also the name of our Facebook group, Backdoor right. Friends. So if you're interested in being in there, you, that is also in the show notes. All right. Should we jump right in? We, we really should because um, I've watched this four times, I think. Oh, my God. I've only watched it twice. Maybe three times. I don't know. I'm just so excited. Okay. I'm so excited. I've been dying to talk to someone about it. So here's the deal, guys. Um, I did real granular notes on this. I didn't mean to, but like when you're watching it, you're like, I can't leave this part out, what Cody's mm-hmm. saying. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm going to do the summary this week. And Amanda, you'll be doing the summary next week. And at any time, you know, if you're like, wow, this summary is too much. If we hear that from enough people, yeah. then we'll adjust as we go. But, And I also want to encourage you, if you're listening to us to the, for the first time, to check out our other shows. We do The Last Resort. We're doing a Yellow Jackets rewatch. Yep. Um, my friend Stephanie and I are doing Yellowstone. My friend Leslie and I are doing In Just Like That. So we're doing a lot of stuff. Yep. I'm, I'm doing like five podcasts a week. <laughs> I don't even know what's going you on. Are, you are working so much work. <laughs> and I have a job. You have a job. <laughs> and you're a mother of two teen girls. Yes. All right. So here we go. We have um, Sister Wives season 18 episode one no such thing as a free lunch and I think that's referring to the, the lunch meetup right yeah I think so too 
Who do you think's paying for that? Tell me. TLC. Oh, okay. You don't think Cody's paying? You don't think Christine's paying? If anyone's paying, it's Christine. It's sure as hell not Cody. I think it's TLC, though. Or the restaurant is comping them because you got the big um, view of their sign. Okay. And at the end of the episode, I'm going to, we're going to have some bonus content where Amanda's going to attempt to name all the children in order, which she thinks she can do, because <laughs> I have a chart, an infographic next to me. She does. And um, we're also going to have Cody's worst take of the episode. So C- Cody has terrible takes, as we all know. All the time. So we're, we're going to talk about that at the end. All right, here we go. So we get a previously on Sister Wives. We see Cody and Christine talking about intimacy. Christine says, you know, Cody has a wi- favorite wife, hands down. Cody tells Mary she's not courting him hard enough. And he tells the camera, I don't want her to chase me. I'm going to do a John Dutton voice. I can't help it. Yeah, it's fine. The Cody, it's, it's all good. Mm-hmm. It's just m- m- white men of a certain age have that voice. I don't they know do. what it is. They do. Uh, Cody tells Janelle, I have someone fundamentally loyal to me who treats me as the head of the family and you could have that if you're a better wife fuck off and then we have cody yelling at janelle as janelle walks away because they're all outside robin's house all right um here we go so we open this episode with cody heading out to coyote pass still empty still nothing on there i'm telling you there will be nothing they (laughs) will sell this land except the fifth wheel (laughs) fifth wheel um yeah we're gonna have to do a little of their accent stuff because it's, it's, it's a light. Robin um, with her picture. Her picture mm-hmm. and her will and all that. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, the yeah, the only thing that will ever be out there is that fifth wheel. Yeah, I agree. So on the couch, on the couch Cody is telling us, uh, Christine moved me out of her house a year ago. Mary and I have infrequent interactions. We haven't been intimate in almost a decade. Janelle and I are strained and the holidays are coming up and no one is talking. So we were right. They they picked up right where we left off. Right where we left off. Which is great. Now Janelle's on the couch and she says, I've been waiting for houses to build and only Robin has a house. Mm-hmm. Cody says, Janelle should have bought a house like Robin and I did. Robin then says, I didn't want to buy a house. I had to buy a house. Oh, that whole house thing was so incredibly frustrating because she, I mean, no one can be a bigger victim in the world than Robin Brown. I agree. And having to buy a million dollar house, somehow mm-hmm. she turned into the victim of this house. And I get it that she has like that Midwest Minnesota accent. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, I, I do her as a Southern Belle. <laughs> I didn't want to buy a house. I, didn't, I had to buy a house. Right. <laughs> okay, Scarlett O'Hara. Um, Janelle says on the couch. Now, this is all on the couch. Janelle says... COVID has destroyed our family. Garrison called Robin at some point and said, hey, can we have our dad back? And Cody feels like that was a slight to Robin and Garrison needs to, as Janelle said last season, kiss the ring Ring, and apologize. Mm -hmm. Robin says, I never never asked for an (laughs) apology. I just want me and the boys to be okay. And Janelle says, Robin has moved Cody away from that idea, but he still wants some kind of weird sit down. Mm-hmm. So do you think Garrison needs to apologize to Robin? No. 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 I have a very, very strong belief that my my mother instilled in me at a very young age. It is never a child's job to make their parent a good parent. Mm. Full stop. Yes. Now, let me ask you something, because you are, and and even though this is a sister-wife role, it's similar, you are a stepmother to a teenage boy. Correct. Now, if this teenage boy said to you, I am missing my dad, can Mm -hmm. you please let me spend some more time with him? Yes. Would you take that as a slight, or would you be like, oh my God, I need to fix this? Um, Not even so much, oh my God, I need to fix this. It would be, okay go straight to my husband, honey, you need to plan a day, a something with your kid. He needs more time from you. If you need me to get out of the house all day, that's fine. I'll go find something to do. If you yeah. guys want to go some, whatever, what the most important relationship in this house is between my husband and his son. Yes. Yeah. And anything I can do to facilitate that, that is my job. Well, why can't you marry Cody Brown and be a, be a sister wife? <laughs> 
I would sooner stick hot acid in my eyeballs <laughs> than marry Cody Brown. All right. So Cody tells us that Janelle is spending Thanksgiving back east with Maddie. I love I love that she used that as just like, I don't even want to fa- play this mm-hmm. fucking game. I'm mm-hmm. just, I'm piecing out to North Carolina. Yes. And so Maddie and Caleb have Axel, Evie, and who's their, do they have a new little girl? Was she born? Yes. And her name is... It's like Roberta or something. It's a, it's a, like an older, it's like an older name. Okay. Maybe it's Josephine. Right. Maybe it's, I think it is Josephine. Now that I think about it, I think it is Josephine. Okay. And McKelty and Tony's twins are named Archer and Ace. I know. Which is I know. Adorable. And Avalon. Okay. All right. So she's spending ba- uh, Thanksgiving back east with Maddie and <laughs> Cody goes, I am tender emotionally from this divorce. And this is a time when I wish my wife would look me in the eye and say, I love you and I support you. And then he says, I never, I'm always, I spend so much time trying to dissect what Cody is talking about because Mm -hmm. then without context, he says, sure, I've been an ogre, but I love you. And the way that he says it, I think he's talking about himself. I think he is. But he, the way he says it, it sounds like Janelle's the ogre. Right. Like he doesn't know how to talk. He doesn't. He doesn't know how to talk about himself. He knows how to project really well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. he doesn't know how to talk about himself. No. He's one of the least self-aware people I've ever yeah. watched on television. So he says, Janelle's literally telling me she doesn't like me and she prefers mm-hmm. my ex-wife. The I can't even imagine. Can you imagine what went down in him and Robin's, his and Robin's house when the People magazine cover came out? Oh, oh my God. And the videos of Janelle and Christine like hugging and talking about how they're still sister wives and they're best friends. And And the video of Christine going, I love saying I'm divorced. I'll tell anyone who will listen that I'm divorced. (laughs) Even though I was never legally married, I'm now divorced and it is the best thing in the world. Oh, now we got to be throwing shit around that house. And there's a lot to throw in that house. There's a lot to throw. Then we get this uplifting music. Da, 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 da. We're going to Christine's house in Utah. Oh my god! And she's just like she's like freak um, uh, Tigger. She's like bup, 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 bup. Yes, I'm the happiest yes. person on the planet. She's got this amazing, beautiful bookshelf behind her. Everything is drenched in light and white. Yeah. So she says, "I left Flagstaff two months ago, and everything feels a little unsettled." Mm-hmm. Now, Cody, back on the couch, says, Christine is gone. Janelle is hanging with her, not us. Robin says, there's a lot of tension. Oh, look it. Now I'm doing a Cody voice for her. I don't know what's happening. (laughs) There's a lot of tension. Like, we're doing Christmas separate. It's horrible, and it's scaring me and stressing me out. And we've always done every holiday together. Tell me she is not a Southern (laughs) mouse. She is the most, like... Oh, she is like Chicken Little. She is. Mm-hmm. Everything's horrible. Everything's yep. terrible. Chris, uh, Cody says, Christine chose to leave. Janelle is choosing Christine. People make choices. And no one should act like a victim here. I guess except him. <laughs> I guess except him. Robin. You literally spent the last five minutes telling us what a victim you are of these women. But no one's a victim. No. Yeah, no. Janelle says, so in between this, we're cutting to them uh, winterizing the fifth will. Mm -hmm. And Janelle says, this trailer was a nightmare. It was harder (laughs) than I thought. And when it was hard, Cody got disillusioned very quickly and blamed me. Right. And as soon as the land is paid off, I can break ground. She explains the seller is carrying the note and he can foreclose at any moment. Um, what are things that would will happen before Janelle builds her house? I'm thinking peace in the Middle East. I think peace in the Middle East. I'm I thinking think, um, America comes together and everybody stops hating one another. I was just going to say a coming together of the Democratic Republican Party. Mm-hmm. We um, cure cancer. Um, we cure cancer. I think we become close allies with Vladimir Putin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm yes. thinking I grow a third arm. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Um, I'm I thinking Bradley Cooper. You marry Bradley Cooper. I'm mm-hmm. thinking I finally get to live my dreams as a ballerina in the New York ballet. There we go. These are all things that are oh, going to happen before ahead of time. Builds her house. Yes. <laughs> uh, back to uh, sunshine and rainbows. Christine is visiting Janelle, mm. and Christine I says, love "Janelle, this. 
It was so I, cute. I love it too. It's almost like when you have your best friend come over when you're setting up your first apartment. Yep, absolutely. And absolutely. Christine is there to put together a bookcase. Mm-hmm. And I feel seen because Janelle's like, I want nothing to do with this. I don't know how it works. And this would 100% be Stephanie and I. Like okay. I would call Stephanie and she would be right over and she'd be putting together that bookcase. No questions asked. She'd have it all figured out. And I would just mm-hmm. be standing in the corner talking. Talking. <laughs> My friend Mickey is always one of my go-tos for putting together Ikea furniture. It's like one of her favorite things to do. Mm -hmm. And she barely even needs to look at the direction. She's like, okay, yeah, good. And then just goes and does it. And if I do anything, I just hold something in place so she can do things. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So they're working on this and they're talking a little bit about um, Cody. Mm -hmm. And uh, Christine is asking like, are you building the house? Blah, blah, blah. And Janelle still says, I have my building plans. Here they are. Christine pretends she doesn't know this is a thing. Yep. A, pretends, what, you haven't talked to Janelle about this? And B, you didn't watch last season? Right. you got the plans drawn up? Exactly. So uh, Christine's like, when are you going to break ground? And Janelle's like, this spring. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Christine tells the camera this this is not happening. (laughs) would be spring of 2022. For those of us playing at home, it is now August of 2023. There is still not a lick of anything built on Mm -hmm. Coyote Pass. Nope. We should actually make a sign of like how many days have gone by since nothing's been built on Coyote Pass. (laughs) Uh, Christine on the couch says this is not happening. It's not happening. Mm -mm. Don't forget, Christine... I feel like she has, I, I don't know though, never mind. I was going to say Christine kind of knows what's going on financially, but so does Janelle. Oh, Janelle keeps all the money. She I was going to say Christine might know just because she recently argued her, her way out of this. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I don't think Christine's but, ever really been dialed into their finances. No, but she did just negotiate a pretty nice escape plan for herself. She did. The, benefit, mm-hmm. the proceeds of her house in exchange for Coyote Pass. All Bye. of which was deserved. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. So Cody says, Janelle was refusing to come up with the down payment for a house. It would have been much easier to come up with the down payment for a house than come up with all the money to pay off the property. That's what Robin did, but Janelle I, won't do that. I don't understand. I, I've never understood their finances. It I has know, never made so any sense up. to me. Yeah. And the thing that we never say out loud is the reason they're able to do the life they do is because of the show, but we can't say that out loud. Um, well, and Mary, who made Mary, a ton of money with, with her, her butterscotch leggings. Yeah. Yeah. But what I don't understand is we could come up with the money for a down payment for a house, but we can't come up with the money to pay off the land. Because mm-hmm. for a down payment for a house, you might need, if their credit's good enough, you might need 5%. You might. But for the land, you need the full, you have to pay the full note. You do, but I don't think their credit's any good. But here's my question. Don't you want to pay off the land anyway? What's your plan? Are you just going to let it go? Well, he keeps saying to them, ladies, I need you to be creative about how we pay it off, which which I think is, I think the subtext of that is I need you to sign up for yet another MLM. Yeah. So we can make more money. Has it been foreclosed on? Do we know? I don't believe it has. Oh, it's got to be soon. I don't believe it has because I've (laughs) seen property records of some transfers Mm -hmm. and- I don't think it has yet. So, we'll do we know how Janelle got out of it? Um, that I don't know, but we can. Do, I will. I will investigate. Okay, I'm putting you on that for next episode. Okay. You okay. got it. All right. <laughs> My assignment. assignment. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I'm gonna like log into Flagstaff <laughs> County. I'm assuming it's like Flagstaff County or whatever. Like property records. Be like, excuse me. I'm I'm here to. Do I need to pay my five dollars to get a <sighs> get a piece of information? Because I will do it. I'm I'm dedicated. So Janelle says, we have the money. I know we do. We gave Christine the money for her house. And we certainly gave Robin the money for her house. But no one is prioritizing me. No, no one prioritizes Janelle. Mm -hmm. And the money from Robin's house was the proceeds of Janelle and Mary's sold house in I know. I know. And it's, don't forget, Robin lives in a million dollar house. Hashtag never forget. Right, no. Mm-hmm. That is so filled of crappy little figurines. And has weird Jesus art all over it. Oh, real weird Jesus art. Yeah. So Christine and Janelle are putting together the bookcase. They joke about this beautiful assistant thing, that Cody that always needed a beautiful assistant, whatever. He's so ridiculous. They chat about the holidays, and Janelle says Cody still wants this big apology 
from Garrison and Gabe for them being disrespectful. And Christine says, were they disrespectful? And Janelle says, I don't think so. I just think it was like an argument. Yep. I think that's what it was. They like saw they, this I don't think they called her like, yo, bitch, blah, 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 right. you know? Fuck you, dad. Blah, yeah. blah, blah. Yeah. I think they Which were just they like, should. I don't understand why you're doing this. But yeah, they absolutely should. So Cody tells the camera. Now, this is interesting. Cody tells the camera, something always comes up at the holidays, whether it's COVID or politics. Uh-huh. Or just my experience with it. It always ends in angry conversation. That's a stupidity I'm not going to bring into my house for the holidays. Uh, Excuse me? What? You're not going to bring disagreements into your house or or differences of opinion? No, because he doesn't ever want to be challenged. Wow. But also, just the phrase, that's a stu- stupidity I will not bring into my house. That's not a thing. <laughs> sort of thing and and having opinions about especially when you have queer children right differences about politics are not stupid no these this people is are in danger of being children right they are in danger of being legislated out of existence this, that's not stupid no this is life and death for at least two of his children yeah P- potentially more we don't know and the fact that he's just so cavalier about it and doesn't think it's a problem because it doesn't impact him. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying that, you know, anybody invites political discord into their no. home for the holidays. No one wants that. But, like, with a group that big, you're not going to be able to avoid it. And all you can ask is that people be civil and mm-hmm. respect one another's opinions. Like, that's all you can do. Or you can even say, guys, for Christmas morning, we're just not going to discuss politics. Yep. We're going to yep. discuss the crappy pajamas that Mary's made all of us ever, like she does every damn year. Yeah. <laughs> do you think Mary made pajamas for all of the kids? Do you think she does that anymore? Or no. does she just do it now for Robin's kids? No. All she does is she does it for Robin's kids and she does the Rice Krispie turkey. Yeah. That's That's it. all she does. Did you see? I wonder if she even does them for Leon and, and Audrey. I don't know. I doubt it. I doubt it too. I don't know. I would love some homemade pajamas. I would too. I love pajamas. Okay. I live so in the- Christine tells Janelle, I've always picked my kids before Cody. And she tells the camera, I can't believe they're not doing Christmas together. This is insane. Mm-hmm. And I like that Christine's like, this is this is wackadoodle, and I'm glad I'm not in the middle of it anymore. Oh my God. You could see the relief on this. She has she has gained 10 years of her life back in yeah. her face and in her attitude. Yeah. She is so much just brighter. Mm-hmm. So she tells the camera, dude, I love when she calls Cody dude. Yeah. Dude, why is my relationship with my sister wives my responsibility, but your relationship with your children isn't your responsibility? Bing, ding, 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 ding. Yep. So Janelle says... And they're having this conversation right in front of Savannah, which I don't know how I feel about that. I was going to ask you your thought on that. I I, I don't like it. I don't like it either. I don't really, I really think you should not speak ill of someone's parent in front of them. That said, I want, I mean, Savannah is, Savannah is a forgotten child. Yes, she is. Um, And so she may, she may have been done with Cody a long time ago. And if that is true... Janelle and Christine would know that. I mean, Christine would know that because I'm sure Savannah tells Janelle. Janelle tells Christine. And so maybe that's why they're not worried. But I did kind of like the them telling her the um, beautiful assistant story. and That was funny. That, that was, was cute. Funny. That was sweet. How old is Savannah? Do we know? She's 18. She just graduated from high school. So there, here she was like 17. All right. I guess that's okay at that age. Any younger, I feel like that has... I don't know, verges on parentifying the kid by involving them in their problems. And I don't like that. I don't like that either. And it has the potential of um, coloring how they see their parent. Yes. Which I don't like. But my guess is Savannah is like, I know who this guy is. Well, and I also don't like like being like, oh, I don't know if we're going to be able to fix this. Like my kids would be super anxious if they weren't Mm -hmm. sure if we were going to get a divorce or not. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. So- Cody tells the camera on the couch, when a wife, Janelle, 
undermined your rules. She fucks with me. Did he say she fucks with me? Did I write that? I think that's what he said because they bleep something. Okay. She's holding the children from me. That's what he says. This is his narrative and he's sticking to it. Does he not have a telephone? (laughs) I don't know. Does he not have a car? I have always said this. Because I know many people who, who are divorced with children. It will all come out in the wash. However yep. you treat your children, like, okay, so I've had this conversation specifically with dads who feel, who who buy into the narrative of, oh, the mother controls the children. Those kids will see the effort that you're putting in regardless yep. of what the mother does. Do you know yep. what I mean? Yep. And I'm sure you've experienced a little bit of this with your husband. Mm-hmm. And like, you just keep showing up and you just keep being a good parent. And that kid will know that eventually. Like, exactly. it might take a while, but they'll know. They'll see One it. One day and they're going to wake up as an adult and go, oh, I see everything that really happened here. Yeah. I had that exact experience as a kid. Yeah. Realizing the true landscape of my parents' relationship and the impact mm-hmm. on me, mm-hmm. both of my parents. Like, you, you eventually get there. Yeah. And so these kids are going to, like, they already see Cody's mm-hmm. not making an effort. He forgot a birthday, a pretty important one. Oh, Gabriel. Hashtag never forget. Sweet little Gabriel, whose birthday is October 11th. I will never forget this. Guys, on October 11th, we all need to be like a Gabriel army. Yes. And, and send love to and this send boy. send love to him. Yes. Just to fuck with Cody. Yeah. And make so, Gabriel feel loved. He's such a sweetheart. So just to... uh Janelle tells the camera, we have been in some tough spots, Cody and I, and we've worked through them. But if he's estranged from my kids, like that's going to be a problem. Yep. And she says something very interesting. I was attracted to him as an engaged, loving father. And I, if he's not that, like, who is he? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about this before, just off mic and just as part of our obsession with this show. Yep. I don't know if he was ever a good father, but he was engaged. Yes. And he was like, the, he was the dad that played with the kids and like wrestled and kids yes. were flying all over him. And that's the fun stuff. That's the easy part of parenting. Right. It's easy to be a good parent when your kids are young because mm-hmm. their needs are very obvious. They're simple. Yep. You can play with them when their needs become more complicated. Mm-hmm. You know, or that's when the real work their needs starts. And yeah. you need to suss out what their needs are. Yeah. You have to pay attention. Now Murray shows up at Robin's. And with the worst scarf in the world. They're still not allowed inside. No. Even Mary can't go inside. I think Mary can go inside. I don't think they allow filming inside. <sighs> okay. You want to be on a filming. show, but you won't allow filming in your house. I think that's it. I don't think she wants people to see the inside of her house. But they filmed the Rice Krispie Turkey. They did, but that was Thanksgiving. It was planned. Maybe they're afraid the camera crew is going to give um, Brianna, who who didn't have COVID, Aurora. Aurora. Maybe they're afraid Aurora will get COVID from the camera crew. Maybe. It's possible. Yeah. Precious Aurora. Tender age children. (laughs) They're tender age children. I think Aurora's 21 now. So Robin comes over, or Mary comes over, and Robin gives her one of Cody's coats. And Mary's like, this is like a hug from Cody. It's so pathetic. I can't even. Mary, please. Why do you put up with this? Why she even are you tells still the camera. There? She even tells the camera. There was a time when Cody would give me a coat to wear. Now Robin is doing that work. Are you in a relationship with Robin? Like, if you are, that's okay. But just come on. Oh, what's that, happening? The the way her voice cracked when she said it, it was the saddest freaking thing I think I have ever heard. I know. I know. Uh, Robin asks Mary if she's coming to Thanksgiving. Mary says, "Am I invited? If so, yes, I would like to come." And Robin tells the camera. I'm still struggling with the family, and I'm glad that Mary keeps showing up, but she and Cody are not getting any closer. Okay, I got to stop with the Southern accent. <laughs> um, Mary tells the camera, last year we didn't have the entire family there either. Like, it was just me and Robin and my Rice Krispie Turkey and Cody and right. the tender age children. Like, I, I don't know. Then she says, in the cringiest on-the-couch moment, I think, of at least of last season or the, you know, the one before. Mm-hmm. Cody used to like my turkey. Then he oh tasted Robin's turkey. Now he likes Robin's better. You just and summarized the entire show. You yes, just summarized the entire is, show. This is seven, eight, 17 <laughs> and one season or one episode of content in one second. One sentence. That's yep. it. That's all done we need. Done. 
Mm -hmm. I think we need a merch alert. Cody used to like my turkey. Turkey. (laughs) He likes Robin's Robin's turkey. (laughs) Oh my God. So Robin asked Mary outside, like, what's the word for when everything is falling apart and it's real bad? That's how I feel. I think it's the word, the phrase you're looking for is everything's falling apart. (laughs) I actually kind of like Mary's response. I think what you're looking for is everything's falling apart. It's real bad. Yes. Yes. Robin tells Mary, I'm so blue, and I go dark all the time thinking about our situation, and it's a deviation from the big picture, and COVID has made me wonder, was it ever real? Now, I want to talk about this. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. Why Why is she so upset? She didn't have a relationship with Christine or her children, really. She it's been real clear from day one. Janelle has no time for her. Janelle, Janelle thinks she is frivolous and silly. Yes. She only really had a relationship with Mary. Why does she care that Christine and Janelle aren't there? Why does she care? So I may regret this, but I'm okay. going to defend Robin a little bit here. I know you warned <laughs> me that you might be a bit of a Robin apologist. At I times. can be a little bit of a Robin apologist. Okay. I don't know why. I don't know why, but it, I, I don't, it's the Libra in me that I'm obsessed with seeing both sides of every argument. You want a little justice. Okay. Yes, yes. Justice for so, Robin. Go ahead. All right. So I think, and Robin kind of voices this here without saying it. I think Robin was sold a bill of goods. I, oh, think, I think Robin came into this family, not being aware of the problems, not mm. being aware of the really problematic history. Yep. And thought everyone got along and everything was great. And she was promised this big, supportive, loving environment for her kids. And I don't know what happened that that started to stop. Mm -hmm. But I think that she came in. I do believe that she came in with those intentions and that they sold her on that. I do believe that. She met the same family we met. Yes. In, in yes. season one. Thank you. Yes. And that, I, I'm not a Robin apologist, but she did meet the same family we did. And we all bought into that family being happy. They seemed happy. Cody was engaged with all of his wives. I think yep. the fact that they lived in the same house essentially made mm-hmm. that significantly easier. Yes. But they they seemed like a happy, healthy, plural family. Yes. I mean, that's why TLC gave them a show. Sure, sure. Because they were like, wow, this dude's making this work somehow. Right. And he's a little goofy. So this could be a fun show to do. And look at all these cute little kids running around. Yeah. And I don't think Robin was like, I don't think they sat her down and was like, look, there's tons of resentment between Christine and Mary. Right. And Janelle hates Cody. You know, they didn't. No. She didn't pick up on any of this. So I do think there is an element of her. That was kind of blindsided when it all fell apart rather quickly. I I do too. And I I don't think Robin is the most emotionally um, intuitive, aware person. So even if these, and all of these dynamics existed, I can believe she did not see them. Yeah, I mean. And and she was in love. She wasn't. We all don't notice a lot of shit when we're like in new relationship energy land. I will never forget. Cody was going on a trip and he was gone for two weeks and he came back. I want to say it was during COVID Mm. and he came back and they showed him coming home to her in her house. Yep. I have never seen two people happier to see one another. I know. Like they were like genuinely making out thrilled. She was like teary that he, it was like Ma and Pa on Little House. And you know how Pa comes down in that wagon? Yes. Looking all hot. And Carolyn runs out of the Little House. And she's like, Charles! And mm-hmm. she grabs onto him and they start making out. It was kind of like that. It was. It felt so over the top. It felt over the top, but it also felt... Genuine. Like, okay, they love each other. They're really into each other. They're really I think at the end other. of the day, what happened was, is that... Cody thought, Cody, I think th- Cody really did think he was in love with Mary, Janelle, and Christine in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. I think it's total bullshit that he says he never loved Christine. Um, I agree. I agree. He's just saying that to hurt her mm-hmm. and to protect him, his own weird ego. Mm-hmm. I think, though, he met Robin and went, oh, oh, this is what being in love feels like. And I do think, too, 
and you would know this as the encyclopedia, I think there was just too much time between the marriages. Yes. How much time was there between Christine and Robin? 16 years. You are are a completely different person when you are, say, 46 than when you are 30. Mm -hmm. completely different person so you're gonna have a different relationship you're gonna it's no no the fact that he did the first three real quick in mm -hmm. succession is probably what made it last agreed and it was so he was married to robin alone for three years Mm -hmm. then janelle and then mary alone for three years yes mary alone for three years then he married janelle and then a year later he married christine and then it was 16 years till robin and i think as dysfunctional as they were, the four of them figured out how to work together. Yes. And Robin totally destabilized that. Never mind the in love part. Just a new adult and three kids coming into this destabilized mm-hmm. the, the routine that the four of them had. So when there's that much of a space, yeah. sometimes you're in different financial situations too. Like the, the, you know, Aspen and Logan, they didn't have the experiences that Robin's kids are going to have because nope. now they have the TV show and they have all this money and they have, you know what I mean? Very different experiences. Absolutely. My, my ex-husband, he, he was the oldest of his three. There's three of them. He's the oldest. His next sister was 16 months younger than he mm-hmm. was. And then his youngest sister is 11 or 12 years younger. Oh, Okay. And so a lot of ways, his youngest sister grew up in an entirely different family than he and his middle and the middle child. Yeah. Um, in a lot of ways, she grew up as an only child. Yeah. Because both of her older siblings were out of the house. I mean, when I met, when I met the family, his younger sister was 13, 14. Mm. Okay. And we were in our 20s. Yeah. Like we were yeah. like, my ex-husband was in his late 20s. Like yeah. it was just a very different thing. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. they had different life experiences, even though they were in the exact same, they had the exact same parents. So if you're somebody like Murray mm-hmm. and you have one child, you know, Leon had probably have very different upbringing than Ariella is going to have. Absolutely. And that's got to build a little bit of resentment. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Plus the fact that Robin is the favored wife makes it feel like her children are the favored children. Yeah. And, and here's because my... the resentment of the first three children are not biologically Cody's, even though he adopted them. And well, we can talk about that. But yeah. I could see as a biological child of a parent, if I saw my parent being head and shoulders be- above better to yes. their non-biological yes. kids, I'd be resentful as hell. And here's, you know what I, you know what sound effect I need? The what? Game of Thrones shame bell. Shame, yes. shame, shame. When I, when I'm a Robin apologist, because here I'm going to yes. do it again. Okay. Shame. I don't necessarily blame Robin for that. Shame. No. I no, blame I don't that on Cody. That oh, is it, Cody's responsibility to take 100%. care of his children equally. And I do think, and you can see in early seasons, there are situations where Robin is trying to urge him. Yes. To take better care of this child or this wife or this, you know what I mean? And I I don't think, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, no, think, I, think- I don't think, let me be very clear. I don't think she's an angel and I think she's manipulating things now, but mm-hmm. I don't think it always was that way. I don't know if she was as manipulative then as she is now because it looks very different and she's a lot older, but I take all of this as a hundred percent Cody's fault. Yes. Hands down. He is the father of 18 children. Mm-hmm. And he, anytime he says, well, you know, I have a lot of kids. I'm like, well, then you shouldn't have had that many fucking kids. Yeah. If you can't emotionally take care of all of them, you shouldn't have had that many children. Period. Right. I agree. Hey, everyone. Stay tuned. Little Miss Recap will be right back after these words. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. So Robin's having an existential crisis and she's like, was it all real? Did I miss things? I don't, mm-hmm. I can't, I'm not doing her in the Southern accent anymore. It's not happening. Okay. 
Okay. I'll stop you if you fall into it. Yeah, I'm just going to talk real monotone when I do her voice. (laughs) So Mary tells the camera, when Robin came in, we were not perfect, but we were a really good family. We really were, but we were not perfect. Yeah. And Robin tells the camera, "I'm I'm questioning my reality. Did I not see what was happening? And then we have a flashback to Cody. Remember the scene where he says, I'm not the only one in love with Robin. And Mary Mm -hmm. is like blushing and hugging Robin. I don't know why they're showing us that scene again. No. This this whole plan was, I honestly think what was happening is Mary and Cody were in a bad space in their marriage. And she thought getting him a new wife would bring her favor. In the words of Cody Brown. And bring them a show. And bring them a TV show. Yeah. Yeah. There's that too. All right. So Robin is talking about now, like when she got divorced, she really was thinking about her kids Mm -hmm. and she wanted a safe place for them. And she found that in the Brown family. And Cody says, you know, the first 20 years of our family, this is what pisses me off about this asshole. He's like, the first 20 years of our family were dysfunctional. We were just faking it. Fuck you. Yeah. Well, if it was was dysfunctional for 20 years, why the fuck didn't you fix it? And why just keep having, why do you keep putting your pee in the V and having kids? Making more babies. Keep right. getting your dick wet and making yeah. more babies. Yeah. So Janelle tells the camera, once Robin entered the picture, it was a shakeup and we never got back to normal. And Christine says, I'm not accusing Robin, but those family get togethers and those traditions that we loved so much stopped. I don't know why they stopped, but they stopped. And a lot of them stopped because of Robin. If you remember way back in the day, Christine used to do a big celebration for Joseph Smith's birthday. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Well, we're gonna let All we're right. gonna let the let that go. It was important to her. Fine, whatever. Mm-hmm. They do a big Joseph Smith birthday celebration. When Robin came into the family, she thought that was dumb, and it stopped. Mm. Okay, that's just one example. Mm-hmm. They also strangely used to do Hanukkah or something. I, I don't even. The ways these people try to like occasionally appropriate Judaism is really freaking weird. real weird. Why really freaking weird. Why didn't Christine just continue to do that on her own with the rest of the family? If Robin didn't want to come, she didn't have to come. Because I think she is such a pleaser <laughs> that she wasn't going to do something that actively went against Robin. And I think she knew that Robin was the favorite and she didn't want to do anything to piss her off. I love how Mary has just fallen in line with treating Robin like she's the conciliary to Cody. Like, I'm just going to consult you on all matters and you can right. go to the boss and talk right. to him. She's, she's the, the Cody whisperer translator person. So I don't even know. But Mary just accepts that. She does. Yeah. Never mind that they've been married for 30 some odd years. Right. So Mary tells Robin, well, don't forget, Christine told us she doesn't want a relationship with us. So, you know, there's that. This fucking enrages me. Me too. That is not what she That's said. That's not what she said. Mm-mm. Roll the goddamn tape because it is there. We have all watched the knife in the kidney speech 17,000 times. Oh, what yeah. Christine, it's like porn. It is. What Christine said was, for now, I need some space. For now. She said it twice. Mm-hmm. Not yep. never talk to me again, not get the hell out of my life. Yep. For now, mm-hmm. I need a little time, mm-hmm. which is completely reasonable. Completely reasonable. When you're going through a divorce, you're just in a weird space. Like yes. you just need time. And like we talked about in last resort, like there's that blast zone. Yep. And in when you're in the blast zone of a breakup, you just... You don't want to have a lot of people around you. She probably didn't want to deal with, like, I'm dealing with my relationship with Cody right now. I can't deal with my relationship with Robin and my relationship with Mary. And you know what I mean? Like, it's like, I just need to. I need, right now, I need to focus on taking care of my children, which I think was her number one priority, particularly Truly, because Truly was still in the, in the home in the, in a way that, I mean, older girls are moving out. Ah, little Truly. Um, And. I think she was like, I just need relationships that feel comfortable right now. Mm-hmm. I don't need more difficult relationships. So that's why Janelle can stay because they're very comfortable with each other. Yes. I argue that they are the true marriage in this family. Yeah. Yeah. I do too. So now they talk about how Christine is a, a heathen who doesn't believe anything. <laughs> and Mary tells the camera, even without religion, we are still a family. 
And people tell me I'm probably staying because of my religion, but bull, bull. Right. You don't know me. I made a commitment to Cody and I'm honoring it. And I didn't marry Cody to get into heaven. I married Cody because I wanted to spend eternity in heaven with Cody. And we all collectively vomit all over. I can think of, again, many things I would rather do than spend an eternity (laughs) with Cody. I'm going to go with um, self-decapitation. Wow. Okay. I would rather do that than spend eternity with Cody Brown. How would you do self-decapitation? I don't know, but I would figure out a way if it meant I did not have to spend eternity with Cody Brown. Okay. Oh my god, watch watch when I die. My like Oh, don't even say it. The place? Stop. stop. <laughs> you're gonna be stuck with Cody, is what you're saying? Yes. No. It's like the good place, except I get stuck with Cody. No. Mm-mm. Okay. So Robin says, Cody is so upset, she's telling Mary. Oh. We need to be patient with him. And Mary's like, I don't even talk to Cody. Like, right. How can I be patient or impatient? I haven't heard from the guy in years. Because <laughs> Robin's like, we need to carry the torch. Our mm-hmm. teammate needs us to help him. He's so tired. He's so tired. Oh, <sighs> God. Okay. I have to say, though, again, we're not going to be Robin apologists. I will never be a Robin apologist. Shame. Shame. I will say, though, I can't imagine how miserable that house is these days. That's what I was trying to say. Like, everybody's Living like, she's just... got to be a nightmare. Everybody's like, oh, Robin's trying to make it look like they're miserable. No, I think it really is miserable for her. I think he's just an asshole constantly. Yes, yes I do too. Because he's angry. He's angry. He's hurt. Mm-hmm. Amy, he's, he's hurt. tender feelings are hurt. He's got tender, tender emotions. Feelings. Exactly. So now we have Christine and Cody meeting. Oh, and... God. Cody tells the camera, I'm not in a good place. Not mm-hmm. in a good place with this. And instead of pulling up and driving a minivan like somebody with 18 kids should be, He's in he pulls up in his car. little two-seater sports car. And they see one another. They have an awkward hug. Now, I need to talk about, we need we need backdoor friend slash bunky Lindsay to weigh in on this. Hair expert Lindsay. What's happening to with give Cody's us hair? a full breakdown of what is happening with Cody's hair. We need to know from a hair expert. Mm-hmm. So I will tag her. I will reach out to her, and hopefully we can get back. We can we can get hair figured out. <laughs> I have a theory. I think he's just getting those like double line of baldness, so he has like the island of hair <laughs> in the front, and I think he's just grown it out so it can like fall. He's creating his own comb over, but it's not a comb over. It's like a curl over. Do you think his hair is naturally curly, or is he permanent up? Like Vidal Sassoon. I think he might be permanent up. He's always had wavyish, cur- wavyish hair, but he's never mm-hmm. had those tight ringlets that he and has why, now. Oh, he could is, be curly girl methoding like no He could be plopping. What do we know? Why does Robin not say to him, this is not the best look for you? Have you seen her hair? <laughs> <laughs> With the big banana curls? <sighs> I don't know if she's in a position to... To be an arbiter of what good hair looks like. Well, this is where Aurora or Brianna need to come in. Have you seen their hair? Family has good hair. I will not. Did you see Mary's hair? Have you seen Ariella May's hair? I mean, that look, child, that child has a mullet. Look, no, I'm not one to talk ball. about hair, okay? Everybody knows I have female balding. <laughs> I have like 17 wisps on my entire head. <laughs> I am not one to talk about hair. However, if I was on national television, you can be rest assured, I would be going down to the salon and saying, right. do something with this. this fix this. Make this presentable to the world. And try to put a wig on or something. Right. I don't know. Give me extensions. Something. <laughs> extensions. Something. I'm staring down the barrel of a wig. I really am. It's no, happening. Honey. Oh, I'm going to I'm going to go full Moira Rose though and just embrace oh, it and name my wigs and put crazy ones on. I'm Why not? Gonna, yeah, I'm going to love it. If you have to wear a wig, have fun mm-hmm. with it. So they see one another, they hug. Okay. Cody sits down and he's like, "Are we talking business first or are we ordering?" And she's like, "Dude, I just want to talk about the holidays. Like, let's chill out. It's not business. It's about she, your kids." Again, she could she could serve a master class in how to deal with a narcissist and how to just diffuse him. Her therapist, whoever this person was she worked with could be selling millions of books right now (laughs) on how she got Christine to be able to deal with Cody. If I was Christine's therapist, I would be shouting it from the rooftops. Oh, Christine's permission. Of course. Of course. But then I would be shouting it from the rooftops. Like I'm the one who, who made this possible. 
<laughs> I fixed this one. So you all saw how she came in here. Cody tells the camera, I feel so betrayed. I just feel like I never want to see her again. And I want to hate her for a little bit. And I, I wrote, of all the things that Cody says, this makes the most sense to me. It does. He feels I, betrayed. I don't mm-hmm. think he was, but he right. feels betrayed. That's how yep. he feels. He's allowed to so, feel however he wants. And he's allowed to not want to see her for a while. Agreed. You know what I mean? Agreed. Oh, I remember when my parents got divorced and it was my mom who wanted to leave. Mm-hmm. So my dad was like super angry about the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And like my mother would just keep forcing this like because they had children together. So like they had to see each other for this and they had to see each yeah. other for that. And I know like my father would rather just be anywhere but just to get over the anger. Like, oh, it was yeah. so cringy. I remember just as a kid being a part of that. I wasn't very young. I was 21 when they divorced. Yeah, so but you like, were just remember person. picking up on all that tension and just being yeah. like, just When you break up with somebody, you don't want to hang out with them. No, no. So they go over the holiday plans and Cody wants them to test. Oh, God. And it is like, so it's going to be Isabel and Truly will mm-hmm. be coming back. And he's like, they're going to test, right? And she's like, you had COVID. And mm-hmm. you still want them to test? And he's like, well, Aurora didn't. Was it Aurora or Brianna? Yeah, no, it was Aurora. Aurora. It was Aurora who didn't. Aurora didn't. Remember, and she had to come upstairs and stand 10 feet away from them all in masks. And, and cry. And they all cried. they be together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Christ. his other kids haven't seen him in years, but that's fine. <laughs> it's been three days. I know so, it's difficult. So Cody says, here's what we're going to do. They're going to test. They're going to come just to see us. And yep. then they could go see her. I don't give a shit if they spread COVID around to all my other kids and grandbabies. Go ahead. Nope. Nope. But they cannot Let's... affect our t- tender age children. Robin's child. children. Child. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they talk about Gwen not coming and how he had COVID on her birthday. And Christine starts to laugh. <laughs> I love this so and much. And there is nothing more enraging that you can do to a narcissist than to laugh at them. To laugh at their pain and she is laughing at him and he is like i was in the fetal position crying and christine's like i'm sorry i'm laughing at, at, laugh. Gwen. <laughs> at gwen's but i like how she's like i'm not laughing at you i'm laughing at gwen's impression of you mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and cody's like he, oh so she thought it was funny too so weird he now she did go on to explain that he is he has the typical man cold and when he's sick, yeah. everything is the worst yeah. thing in the world. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to go into the gender stereotype of that. No. Just, but we'll let that go. Because let me tell you something. I'm a huge baby when I'm sick. So it is not okay. a gender thing. No. And actually Timmy both- just, whatever's going on, he just goes to work. I mean, if he's vomiting in the uh, porta potty on a job site, he doesn't care. He just right. goes to work. Goes to work. I'm in bed crying with an earache. <laughs> much more timmy in that i just yeah. push through yeah and i'm very much like when i'm sick i just want to be left alone don't bug me just um, leave me alone yeah, let me take no. to my bed and watch some netflix and be left alone i'm so seldom like waited on and cared for that yeah. i enjoy it when i'm sick i get it i totally yes. get it and however mm-hmm. people want to be cared for when they're sick is totally fine i just think yes. as long as you know which way it is so you mm-hmm. can tell the people mm-hmm. around you mm-hmm. the way he goes on and on about his covid is like he had, you know, seven cases of Ebola and pushed through. Amanda, what could Cody have done prior to getting COVID to maybe have lessened how bad he had COVID or eased his worry slightly about how bad his COVID would be? What could he have done? I've heard there are these things called vaccines. Mm. Okay. And they're they're things you inject in your arm, <laughs> and what they do is they make your body learn how to fight this off mm-hmm, mm-hmm. using its own immune system. Mm-hmm. So it gets like a taste of it. It's like, oh, I know what that is. I don't like it. I'm going to beep boop beep beep. My white so blood science. cells. Science. Science. Science mm-hmm, would do mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, that would take care of it. So but- if he had just gotten that shot, and if Robin had just gotten that shot. Mm-hmm. They may have avoided, I mean, I'm not saying they would have avoided COVID. We learned no. that early on. You still get it if you have the vaccine. I, I'm fully vaccinated and I got COVID. But it would have been a much lesser case. Here's the thing. I'm going to I'm going to just throw this out here. Okay. I don't think he had a serious case of COVID. Uh-uh. 
He didn't have a fever of 100 degrees. It was like 99.8. And he was like, whoa. And my my trapezius and my gluteus maximus hurt. I'm like, first of all, stop talking about your ass. Oh, God, I remember that. Oh, God. When I, I think, So I had just had a lot of anxiety. I think he had a lot of anxiety about it, yeah. which I get. Like, I remember mm-hmm. summer of 2020, one day I woke up with a fever. Ugh. And I panicked. And this was before we had at-home tests. Mm-hmm. I panicked. By the afternoon, I had no fever, and it never mm-hmm. came back. Mm-hmm. In any other time in the world, I would never have thought twice about it. I would have thought, oh, I must have a little bug that my body's trying to get rid of. Mm-hmm. Cool. Mm-hmm. I did panic then. When he got it, it was fall of 2021. By then, we knew yes. this, wasn't, this wasn't the death sentence we first thought it was, mm-hmm. and it could be. Also, he had a really mild case of it. when I, Now, I was fully vaccinated. When I got COVID, I had a fever of 104.5. Yeah. Yeah. And I just started, you know, doing Advil, Tylenol, Advil, Tylenol, back and forth. Mm-hmm. Staggered it for a couple of days. My fever never capped below like 101 for like three days. Jesus. Even staggering. Mm-hmm. Todd was about ready when my fever was 104.5 to take me to the hospital if it hadn't come down. Because that's, yeah. that's dangerous. That's dangerous. And I was I was pretty delirious. Cody didn't even have a fever of 100 degrees. Cody's a big baby. Cody is a huge baby. He's a man baby. Okay. So Cody's like, I was not able to sleep or breathe. And Christine says, look, you can either laugh or cry. And this is where, this is, they're using footage from last season. Because we already said, saw him saying, I'm not laughing. I'm not laughing. When she was leaving, I'm not laughing. I'm not laughing. He just keeps going on and on. I wasn't laughing when she put my stuff in the garage. I wasn't laughing when she was leaving. I'm not laughing now. Not we laughing. Were, we were, though. We were. So Christine tells the camera she is overjoyed that she's just not married to him anymore. I love ah, it. She's ah, like, I'm, ah, so ah, happy. I'm not married to him anymore. <laughs> and I remember that feeling post-divorce. I was like just going to say, as divorcees, we remember yeah. that. Once the pain goes away and you're like, oh, thank God, this mm-hmm. is not my problem anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's yep. just that moment where we're all like, not my problem anymore. The reason I left here, I never have to worry about it again. Doesn't yep. matter. Yeah. Not my problem. And particularly not having children with somebody like that. Yes. You're like, bye. Yes. So um, that's the end of the episode. And I'm going to ask you, what was Cody's terrible take here? What was the thing he said that was the worst? The terrible take, and it wasn't just so much one phrase, but it's this belief that it is it is children's job. To come to him mm-hmm. to resolve their issues. Yeah, I agree. It's not. That's that's the worst take. This is why he's, well, there's a million reasons he's a horrible father. But this is the most egregious to me in modern, in the modernist. Well, not going to Isabel's surgery, actually, I think is the most egregious. But second to that is. Oh, that was thinking, the most egregious thing he's ever done in my opinion. Yeah. As um, I, ag- I agree. Um, and I think that um, th- making his children come to him is just. It's not their job. It's not a child's job to make their parent a good parent. I agree. Um, I'll stop. Okay, so mine is when he was saying, I'm tender emotionally from the divorce. And this is a time when I wish my wife would look me in the eyes and say, I love you and support you. Here's why I have such a problem with this. Okay. Did you say that to Janelle? Right. Did you say, this is what I need? Right. Did you say to Janelle, this is what I need? I'm guaranteeing you he didn't. Mm Mm-mm. He thinks everyone should read his mind and know exactly what he needs and what he wants at any yeah. given moment. And, and no I one think, reads anybody's mind. And I think this is probably okay, I'm gonna this is this is a guess. I don't have any okay. evidence to back this up. Fake news corner. Um, I feel like he probably never had good communication with any of his wives. And Robin would try to interject and fix this, and that's yeah. why people really came to resent her. Because I, I could so see too. her not understanding a boundary and calling up Janelle and being like, Cody needs you to blah, 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 or just mentioning it to her. And then Janelle's like, fuck you. Who are you? Do you right. know what I mean? Because I, like I feel like Robin's the kind of person who tries to help and doesn't get boundaries. I agree. I mm-hmm. think that is really accurate. Um, one of the things that I, I think is really interesting about Cody and I think I actually I'm going to take it back I think this is more interesting just about relationships in general and I believe this sincerely you teach people how to love you and you teach people how to love you in a multitude of ways first of all your boundaries are the 
are the greatest way to teach somebody how to love you and how to care for you. This yep. is what I will accept. This is what I will not accept. Mm-hmm. But also articulating your needs when you have them if they are not being met. Yes. So for example, using what you said earlier, you know, when you're sick, you want to take to your bed and you want people to fawn all over you and take mm-hmm. care of you. Mm-hmm. You and Please Timmy have do. been together for a long time. He knows that I'm sure. But he doesn't do it. <laughs> it's, the gr- it's the girls who do it. Because you have to know Timmy. Timmy's not okay. going to do that. Not going to do that. That's no. fair. No. But Timmy's like, walk it off. <laughs> <laughs> but Okay. We'll not use that example. But like, <laughs> if someone's not meeting your needs and you've never told them what your needs are, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. cannot get mad at them for not meeting your needs. Like I, agree. I used to be involved in a, a singles Facebook group and people would be like, I'm not you know, I met this guy and he's just not doing what I want him to do. And I'm like, well, have you used your words and told mm-hmm, them that? Like, mm-hmm. no, I shouldn't have to teach someone how to love me and how to yes, be a Yes, you do. Person. Yes, you do. Like, yes, you do. You, ha- you are your own operating manual. Yes. No one knows your operating manual but you. So you have to share it with people. I actually went through a year-long coaching program, hashtag not an ad, called the owner's manual. Literally all about learning how to advocate and what you need in yourself because then Mm -hmm. you can teach others. Mm -hmm. I always say this. My therapist always told me because I would go in there and I would be like, the girls are, you know, um, I get so angry at the girls because they want their boyfriends over all the time and that's my space and I feel like I'm kind of blah, 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 right? Mm -hmm. And she would say to me, when you're that angry with yourself, it's because you haven't drawn a boundary. Yeah. She's like, why don't you just tell them no? They can't have their boyfriends over at, on these days or from this time. And I was like, "Right, you're right. Oh. I'm angry at myself. I'm not angry at yeah. them. Yeah. You're angry like, at yourself for letting this happen. I'm the one who can happen. put the boundary down here. Yep. yep. And that's, Absolutely. you know, so when you're that, like Cody, he even says in the previews, you know, I have anger issues. He's yes, he so angry and it's at himself. He thinks it's at other people. Yeah. But it's at himself. I, I think he realized. I think deep down he knows how badly he screwed this all up. I, I do I too, and angry. I don't think he intentionally did it. No. Um. No. I mean, I think he's an idiot, and I oh, think yeah. he's a narcissist. Yes. But I don't think he's like evil. Do you know what I mean? No. Because like, he just no. would have divorced the three of them and left if that was the case. Yeah. I think I that he he just he only sees his own needs and wants and stuff and his kids as long as they were young and falling in line were just a good reflection of his ego yep agreed and once they had personalities of their own forget it yeah i i don't think he's a particularly nice or kind person but Mm-mm, i don't think he's either yeah he's not someone i would ever want to be my friend correct and he's out we just there. don't have shared values let let's be clear he's out there voting against the interests of many minority groups in this country <laughs> like he's, including including his own children including his own children right yeah and then he's screaming woe is me when people want to persecute him for his religion it's exactly really interesting it is <laughs> yeah the, the hypocrisy of that one is, mm-hmm. is cute all right, so what what do you feel about this episode i mean not much happened we literally only had two scenes yeah, not a lot happened, but I was so happy to see. Hey, I'm just so happy to see Christine so flipping happy. Me too. Um, and I'm I'm happy to see Janelle starting to like be like, uh, I'm I'm done with this. I'm yeah. I'm I'm done. Janelle um, deserves more. Janelle does deserve more. Mm-hmm. And I I am so deeply in love with the friendship and love between Christine and Janelle. Same. And that and they both admit that grew over time. That did not exist when they first got together let me tell you something you and i both know this when you're going through a breakup or divorce the people who show up for you you will never forget that yep and janelle stood against the entire rest of the family and was there for christine and christine will never forget that agreed that is her ride or die bitch now yep they are ride or die they were the marriage in this family yes i agree yeah all right are you ready for your test Okay. All right, guys. We're going to test Amanda. <laughs> oh, wait. That's breaking news. That's not Jeopardy. <laughs> Start stretching. Okay. I'm ready. All right. So how do you want to do this? Let's go through each mother and their children first, and then we'll yeah. see if you could do it in order. Because my handy my handy infographic has them all ordered as well. Oh, 
girls, yes. you are you are fantastic. Oh, I did okay. not make this. I stole it, but I'll stick it. Seen in back- it online. I yeah. put it in backdoor friends, and you know you can find it there. Okay. Okay. So let's go with Christine's children. Ready? Go. We have Aspen, McKelty, Payton, Gwendolyn, Isabel, Truly. Very good. Very good. Awesome. And in okay. order. Very nice. Janelle. We have Logan. We have Madison. We have um, Logan, Madison, Garrison. Nope. Who did I miss? Hunter. Hunter. Shit. Mm. Hunter. I was like, I knew I was missing somebody because I was like, there's an order. Okay. Hunter, Garrison, Gabriel, Savannah. Yes. Very good. Robin. Dayton. Aurora Brianna, Dayton Aurora Brianna, because that was one word for a long time. <laughs> Solomon, um, Ariella. Yep. And then Mary. Leon is Murray. Yes. Leon. Okay. So let's try to do them in order. Okay. Okay. Ready? Okay. Here we go. <clears throat> Logan is the oldest. Yes. And then I think we have Aspirin. Yes. Leon. Yes. Then Maddie. Yes. Hunter. <clears throat> So Maddie, <laughs> um, Payton. Nope, 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 nope. No, I can't. I can't do across families. It's Maddie McKelty. Oh, McKelty. Hunter Garrison Payton. Gabriel Dayton. Dayton. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I forget when he. I forget their ages because they came in later. Then Gabriel. Then Gwendolyn. Then Aurora. Then Isabel. Then Brianna. Then Savannah, truly Solomon, Ariel. Ariel, okay. okay. Uh, this is a fantastic picture of Cody on this picture. See that too. It's like, all right, guys. If you like what you hear, think about joining our uh, Patreon or Supercast, where we'll be covering the rest of these episodes. This is this is the greatest thing that's happened in a long it has, time. It has been a pleasure discussing this, this year, and this might be the greatest thing that's happened this year. No, not really, honey. If you listen, marrying you is the greatest thing that happened this year. This might be my greatest television thing that happened this year. Kids, if you're listening, I love you more than covering Sister Wives. Yes, of course. Of course. Okay. All right, guys. If you haven't already, jump in our Facebook group, Backdoor Friends, and follow us on Instagram at Little Miss Recap. And Amanda, where can they find you? Instagram as well, at Amanda Lipnack in the show links in the show notes everything's in the freaking show notes because amy is so good about it so go there go there all right guys thanks so much for listening we'll see you soon take care